You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules, information, and more. And now, enjoy the show. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. All right, all right, all right. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standar. From a pay phone, call collect. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. And good morning, everybody. Thank you for checking us out here on this uh, Sunday, November 7th of 2021. You are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network. From the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. And over there in Queens, New York, in the Radio TFI Executive Tower, where I hope the sun is gleaming. I don't know yet, to tell you the truth. It is the one and only Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. We trust, as always. You've had a wonderful and fantastic week. As John said, it is November 7th. Remember, that's less than 100 shopping days till yours truly's birthday. Oh, and the other guy, too. Um... We, uh, we are cold here in the Northeast uh, this past couple of days. Down in the 40s, it's uh, something out there right now. It's enough that I'm wearing long sweatpants today. And uh, But again, we trust everybody's doing well. Happy you're here. We have a special guest joining us in about mm, 10 or 15 minutes. John will get more into that. And, uh, and then we got football picks later on. Uh, all tied up john oh my god what uh, and uh, you want to talk about being tied for mediocrity oh my (laughs) i don't even know if we can call it mediocrity can we can we call it mediocrity i think it would be a stretch but i I think we can get away with it listen forget the big words we suck this year yes we do we'll talk more about it in an hour or two but i was just pointing out to John, we're, we're halfway through the football season, and of course I've been doing this for many, many years just for my own enjoyment, and I am I am under uh, I've lost more games than I've won mm, and usually at this mm, time mm, of the mm. season, I'm I'm well on my way to, to winning, so yeah it's been a suck year, anyway yeah. moving on, John, tell us yeah. uh, how was your week, young man? yeah pretty uh pretty uneventful um i i tell you if we have if we have time if later have in the show then, yeah it, well here, here's the thing i i want to i i want to point out and um so a couple was about three weeks ago ed and i were talking a little bit about 
the number of people on Twitter and the number of fraudulent accounts that have come across on Twitter. And so I had made it a point over over the last couple of weeks that I'm just I'm I'm playing this little cat and mouse game with with some of these people, and I call they're called catfishers. They get they get you in a uh, they get you in a position, you know, get you to uh, uh, to feel like you're. They make you try to make you feel like you're the cat's meow, and then they pounce, you know. So uh, yeah, so I've been kind of playing a cat and mouse game with them over the last couple of weeks, just out of boredom, if nothing else. And uh, so I've had some interesting find, uh, interesting discoveries within that uh, within that period of time. And we have time later on; we'll talk a little bit more about it if you're interested. But you know, so, what it's, you know, what it's time for now. It is. It Let's is. do it. It's the Radio TFI Market Watch, sponsored by We Take a Catfish right now. Uber closed the week at $47.19, up $3.37. Meanwhile, Lyft closed the week at $53.55, up $7.68. Ouch! This has been the Radio TFI Market Watch. Please catfish me. <laughs> well, you say, so Lyft is up quite a bit. Uh, seven seven dollars and sixty eight cents, and that's since uh, I don't know what the individual daily numbers are, but in the past week, and I mean, keep in mind they were they were on a both of them were on a steady downturn for the past ooh, four weeks, uh, and Lyft was losing big chunks of money, and I mean big chunks. So mm-hmm. you know, I don't uh, look. That's a sucker bet anyway. Buying these stocks. Uh, if you bought in at the beginning and you weren't one of the chosen few, you, you can hold on to them from now until until doomsday. They're never going to get back to where they started ever. Mm-hmm. Well, this brings me this brings uh, me to the uh, point in time here in the show where we're starting a new uh, segment, simply called uh, another satisfied customer, uh, where I have gone to the Twitter. Over the uh, over the last uh, couple weeks, and all I had to do is just enter in under the search bar. Just enter in either Uber or Lyft. I put the and sign there so that I can catch anybody that looks like they are uh, looks like they're trying to send a message to these uh, to these knuckleheads. And you don't have to go far. It used to be when this all first started. Uh, when when Uber and Lyft were were a thing, it people were oh my god happy happy joy joy this is the greatest thing since sliced bread and and By the now way, I, I got to stop you there John here's an interesting fact about sliced bread Betty White is two years older than sliced bread <laughs> so sliced bread was is the greatest thing since Betty White I just wanted to get Betty. that out there. That's there a true you fact. go. It's a true fact. So, what I've done is I have compiled a a few tweets from various people, and uh, we'll just go and we're just uh, and I have posted them and I have posted them with the hashtag another satisfied customer. 
So here we go. First, from Nicole, hashtag I wear a mask. So I talked to Lyft customer service about their driver who wouldn't follow COVID safety rules, calling me an effing bitch and kicked me out of the car. And their only solution was to tell me to have a blessed week. Horrible company. There you go. (laughs) Another one from Rebel Heart. How can you use transportation? You refuse to pay it. And then you get banned by Lyft. Well, you know, the, there, there's always that. <laughs> could, could, could you repeat that? No, seriously, I didn't get that. I, You know what? I don't, to tell you the truth, I don't know why I included it, to, to be honest with you. But uh, apparently this particular person got banned by these referring to. I think it is at Black Queen. Uh, supposedly she's been banned by Lyft. I, I'm sorry. You know what? I uh, let, Let's just move on. Can we do that? Okay. Okay, fine. fine. Okay. Uh, Kitty hyphen love says, I see Lyft is back on robbery mode. <laughs> Could be why the stock is the stock is so high. I like that. Lyft is on robbery mode. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh all right, Kitty. And lastly, uh, Sammy says, Lyft, your drivers scam me and start and end trips without me being in the car. Your drivers abuse the TOS and video me and subjugate me to rules made up by the driver and you do nothing. Shame on you. Now, I had to answer that one. Yeah, I got a couple because, answers on that too. Uh, first off, to my knowledge, uh, Lyft or Uber and Lyft don't have any uh, anything in their TOS about drivers wearing uh, or using uh, dash cams. Uh, nope. You had one when nope. you were on the dark side. Oh, sure, sure. And whenever somebody would complain, I would say, "What's your expectation of privacy?" Well, this is, I'm hiring, no, 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 this is a public vehicle. If you don't want to ride with the camera, that's fine. But I shouldn't have to. Okay, but this is for my protection and for yours. If I did something stupid, like getting in an accident, wouldn't you rather have it on video? Well, yeah, but, well, then, you know, there's your answer. And if you do something stupid, I would never. Of course you wouldn't, because nobody ever does. Anyway, yeah, no, uh, you've got, you're getting into somebody's vehicle, you're uh now now i would i had a sticker up on the side on the doors you know you're being videotaped being recorded whatever the Mm -hmm. reason was uh i didn't see the i didn't see the sign that's not my fault that's not my exactly it's there and i also had one in the right in front of them on the headrest you're being recorded oh there's one of them that was oh i'm sorry go ahead Oh, uh, the last one goes on about terms of service and what the driver can and can't do. Well, you know what? In his agreement with Lyft, he's he's not supposed to start and end the ride like that. That being said, who's to say he started the ride, you started acting like a jerk, and he put you out right there? I've had that happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. too bad for you. You're riding in somebody else's car. Now, I'm not one to defend Lyft and Uber drivers, not not by a long shot, but 
their customers are, 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 are no better either. Look, you're climbing in the back of somebody's personal car. You're an idiot for doing that to begin with. And second off, it's his car, his rules. When I was in the cab business, okay, not only did I have to abide by Broward County's rules for taxi cabs and their drivers, but then I had my own rules on top of that. Some of them worked out, uh, dovetailed nicely with the county rules. But mm -hmm. above those, uh, it was it was my thing. There, there was actually, in the ordinance, it, it said that passengers could sit in the front seat because that had been an issue for a long, long time. Me personally, the way I, I didn't like people in the front seat unless I had, you know, I had to use the front seat. What I would do is I would leave the front door locked with my stuff on the seat and let them stand there and pull and, you know, especially if it was a single passenger. And they'd say, well, I'd like to sit up front. Okay, it's going to take me a couple of minutes to move all my stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'll, I'll just get in the back then. Okay. Yeah. So I did, not, last one here. I, I did not deny them that front seat, but uh, that's a little right. tricky about it. One last one here. Um, uh, JCJ, uh, in, re in, in a reply to somebody else here, said there's a scam the drivers are doing. They cancel the ride and then claim the passenger had no mask. They still get paid for the ride and the passengers are out a ride. Too many of these claims and passengers and Lyft accounts are getting suspended. I'm currently one of them. So, and by the way, uh, and this is something for that I want to get into maybe next week. Um, I have noticed a lot of... Uh, the um, Lyft and Uber uh, drivers are getting suspended more frequently here. And uh, for one of the reasons that they're talking about is, is the, the inability for their, uh, what's it called? The checker, <laughs> their, their uh, background, uh, right. their background checker. C-H-E-C-K-R checker. It's, it's a glorified Google search. And literally, uh, literally, that's what it is. It's a Google search. Apparently, now they're they're taking their sweet time in in uh, in um, approving some of these people. Months. It is as, as from what I read in the uh, UberPeople.net forum. It, it is taking months, and there is no need for that. A a typical background check doesn't take shouldn't take more than a day, presuming somebody is doing a bunch of them every day. Look, checker. I'd say we eat pops. It shouldn't take that long. By the way, <clears throat> Uber knows that your uh, background check is coming up. Why not do it start at the week before? Exactly. And Boy, just so that you don't, you're not off the uh, off the uh, breadline there. But look, that's just one of the one of the ways they choose to play with drivers and. Again, I go back to the old taxi thing. When we, we renewed our license, okay. Yeah, they would do the, they fingerprinted us. They would do the background check. We were permitted to continue working until, now, not if it was your first license, but if you had a license and had been working, then you were, you know, you could continue on. John, I think it's time to. It is, yeah, hey. 
We are uh, getting ready. We are going to bring in our guest into the conversation, Mr. Andy Scott, who uh, is part of a uh, his, his Twitter feed, um, London Taxi underscore PR. And we're going to find out all about this because Ed and I are huge fans of the London uh, Taxi uh industry oh, so yeah. we we, we call them the gold standard john's gonna handle this andy nice to meet you we'll see you on the other side <laughs> hey how you doing andy yeah. very very good very good um uh, so now tell us a little bit about uh london underscore pr i see it looks like you even got a t-shirt or your shirt uh Okay. Okay, so now, as like I said, Ed, Ed and I are huge fans of the industry. Having said that, we know diddly about it over there. Uh, we're both a couple of old cab drivers from the states, and uh, so tell me first off, at at, at this point in time, uh, how many uh, how many London tax, how many black cabs are there on the streets now? I know it's down. Yes, indeed. I've got some figures here, actually, uh, guys, um, which I, I just wanted to let you know with regards to the current state of play. So pre-pandemic, um, we were talking, I think we were talking roughly around uh, 20,000 um taxi taxi drivers or sorry taxi calls that were that were listed um so that's april 2020 uh basically now according to tfl figures uh we're down to the taxi driver licenses that we've got are 20,027 um but the actual vehicle licenses, so that's black cabs actually out on the street, there are 13,790, um, of which some 4,749 are ZEC, so that's the, um, like the electric uh, uh, taxis, so that the, the, they, they're the greener version, if you, if you like, and, and the, the small mm. cabs that we've got. So what we're seeing is, um, sadly, uh, the age limits have been brought down for the diesel cabs, and they're being reduced uh, year year on year up until I think it's the um, close to the end of 2023. 
so there's there's a shortage of cabs mm. out there for the drivers that have licenses that obviously wish to work uh, but sadly are unable to and obviously at the, at the current time we are getting london back to some form of normality um, mm -hmm. nowhere near obviously the levels pre-pandemic um, but business has certainly picked up but obviously there's only a certain number of drivers uh, that are able to to benefit from that at the current mm -hmm. period because of the shortage of, of cabs that are available now and they, these cars we're not talking you can't just put your you just can't put your your chevy or your ford on the streets and call it a, a London uh, black cab. You have, uh, they are specific to the uh, industry. I believe they're all, are they all still uh, wheelchair accessible, if I'm not mistaken? All, all wheelchair accessible vehicles. Yeah, that's right. Um, and, and, and sadly, what what's happening, um, because of the mayor's current uh, strategy with regards to transportation, um, what we're seeing applied within London is, and, and outer areas as well, is uh, what they're calling safer streets, um, low traffic neighbourhoods, and also the introduction and um, well, the widening of what is the uh, ULES zone. Um, the low traffic neighbourhoods are actually restricting access to uh, some taxis to be able to go down the, uh, those streets and roads and uh, some taxis well they're, they're basically a lot of the, the taxis cannot access those, those streets um, okay they are they are ruling taxis out of those uh, neighborhoods um, because of the emissions, they, they, they wish to make them a cleaner area, a safer okay. street, if you like. Um, so the roads and streets that taxis have had access to for in excess of 365 years, there is a majority of those which are actually being, um, well, being written off, if you like, for access to taxis at, at, at the moment which being a fully mm. wheelchair accessible vehicle is not exactly being inclusive to those who have disability no. or mobility issues. No, absolutely. And, and and as all London taxis are are wheelchair accessible, uh, this is something this seems like it would be incredibly problematic because it isn't like here in uh, in this country if you want a a wheelchair accessible uh, taxi you have to actually pick up the phone call and have one show up uh, it is presumed that if uh, I'm in a wheelchair and I'm sitting at a and I'm at a particular corner I should be able to just simply, wave this uh, taxi down i'm i'm assuming that's how that works yeah yeah well, so, so you cannot you can either hail from the street which is obviously the, the traditional way of hailing mm -hmm. a, a black cab or there are solely um taxi apps there are other apps out there which do both taxis and private hire but uh, mm -hmm. we on behalf of the profession like to obviously promote those um, that are solely black cab, basically because sure. they're commission-free 
um, and it means that the the customer will pay what's on the meter um, mm -hmm. rather than having to pay like a, sur a surcharge um, if they book via another app which has both uh, PHV and taxis on. So now, so do me a favor. Let's just for again the people, the, the our listeners are, are are novice, and quite frankly, Ed and I are as well, as far as the London taxi industry. Uh, tell tell us what it is that a a driver has to go through in order to uh, in order to become a taxi driver in London. Well, it, it's equivalent of studying to become a lawyer or a doctor uh, because obviously a London taxi driver will have undergo a series of tests uh, embarking on the knowledge um, which is the, the course of study that they, they undertake which they have to pass a series of uh, appearances before, before um, various you know, uh, instructors where they are, they're given a, a, a route to um, basically take the instructor through um, and also identify a, a series of um, landmarks throughout that route mm -hmm. as well. Um, so it involves, you know, considerable um, undertaking, both financial and time um, can take up, up to, well, from four years to, in uh, some cases, six years to, to study and, and learn. Because obviously a lot of people um, decide to embark on it. Um, you know, they're doing a part-time or another job at the, at the same time, and mm. going around on a moped or uh, a bike or shoes mm -hmm. to study and learn the streets of London and mm -hmm. you know the, the landmarks that they that they have. So mm -hmm. it, it's a massive undertaking um and commitment and obviously quite rightly so that the, the drivers that uh, gain their their badge are rightly proud of the the undertaking and commitment that they that they've done to study and and, and learn to um to become a, a licensed taxi driver which is why um you know the profession is held in such a high regard because obviously the, these the, the drivers basically all of the knowledge, uh, quite aptly named, is is in their head. So if, mm. you get, if you say to a London taxi driver, you know, take me to such and such, they're immediately working out the quickest and fastest way to get you from A to B, um, knowing the the series of shortcuts that they that they do to be able to uh, transport you safely to your destination. That's amazing. I, I find that utterly amazing. And I'm assuming it's it's not a cheap process either as far as to get themselves licensed, to get the green badge, if you will. No. Well, like I say, obviously they'll have undertaken a, a financial commitment um, mm -hmm. to basically finance themselves uh, throughout mm -hmm. their, their period of study. And then obviously... Um, with their appearances that they they'll have uh, before their instructors to uh, to get qualified. So mm. yeah, it is a significant uh, commitment, and you know, like I say, quite rightly so. Um, they're they're proud of, of being able to um, to, to have attained uh, and the right to wear that badge, and obviously then afterwards, obviously uh, they under 
go medical regular medicals um security checks you know um, they're they're checked with regards to criminal record etc so there's a there's a significant difference um and you know a high high reputation uh, for the london taxi profession which is why it's known as as the world's number one um which quite rightly so it 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 is above the likes of of any other uh form of of transport public transportation that that it's it's like nothing but we've i can't uh I think probably in the 38 years that I've been doing this, I drove in Las Vegas for for three, excuse me, for five years. And you had to have like a 20-question test, and some of it in, in involved a little bit of geography of the area. Right. But other than that, pretty much uh, anywhere else in the uh, – anywhere else when I started – handed you the keys there you go buddy make sure you have make sure you fill up the gas tank when you're done uh so i I find it uh very fascinating and so when a a predatory uh service such as uber and whatever else you don't have lyft over there but i but you have uh other uh, what they call private hire type uh, yeah. uh, that really how tell us how that affected uh, the industry there other than the obvious uh, financially well basically um, what happened was it was how can I put it uh, it, it was seemingly eased through in, in mm-hmm. License, uh, Uber, um, and supported, or certainly um, acknowledged that there, there was some significant high-level support, shall we say, coming from areas of, of government at the, at mm-hmm. the time, mm-hmm. um, and obviously it impacted severely uh, on the taxi profession. And has, I, I suppose, the the pandemic in in some ways now maybe has has leveled things out um i know it's obviously at the moment we're just reading about the significant drop in uber's share price uh, mm. which has impacted on, on them um and i know i think the with regards to the introduction of the an expansion of the the ules charge that's take, starting to take effect because they're not mm. exempt um whereas taxis are so any time they have to make a trip within the central London area, they're having to pay a charge of £12.50 per day. Um, okay. And that, that charge is active um, 364 days a year, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Okay. Whereas, whereas taxis are exempt from that. So, you know, I, I, I think, again... It comes down to a safety issue with regards mm-hmm. to uh, black taxis, the reputation, um, the fact that you've got a partitioned passenger compartment as well, which is something that some private hire vehicles have tried to replicate, but obviously it's part of the manufacturing manufacturing process of producing right. a, a black cab and has been. Uh, and 
that is one of the advantages, certainly that, that we as London Taxi PR, when we, we, we did uh, some various campaigns at the, at the beginning of the pandemic, trying to promote uh, to the travelling public the additional safety elements of using a London taxi. Um, <coughs> we, we had a, a basically, we, we, we had side, uh, side stickers uh, that basically conveyed the message and continue to convey that mm -hmm. to the public, public and follow that up with a series of uh, advertorials in, in print at the same time to try and repeat the message that obviously mm. after every trip, the taxi's being sanitised, you're in your own passenger compartment. So if you didn't want to mix outside of your family bubble, um, you know, you were, you were safe with it within that area. You're not mixing with other members of the travelling public. Mm -hmm. whoever else you choose to have in the cab or, or you alone. It's contactless mm -hmm. payment, so you haven't got to worry about having to use cash or whatever. The communication is there with the driver. He's identifiable. As we've said, you know, he's obviously knowledgeable because he's trained, he's been certificated, etc. All of those are, well... For us, certainly, they are significant factors and advantages <laughs> over the public using uh, the likes of Uber. And we've seen no end of um, complaints recently um, over these past few weeks from mm. Uber customers about um, them basically dropping them um, for the sake of, of this, uh, this charge, which has recently come in, if they, if they feel the trip isn't basically going to be worth it um, because obviously they're going to have to take into account that 12.50 charge straight off, then um, then they've, they've dropped it. So again, like I say, you, you've got that advantage of being able to hail a taxi on the street without using uh, an app or you can use an app if you wish. Um, but th there is that accessibility, that ease of use, mm. the fact that they'll get you door to door as well. And the knowledge, which, you know, just stands them head, head and shoulders above any other form of public transportation. I would assume, now I, I could be wrong on this, but, you know, here drivers uh, rely on the GPS. And thank God we've got that nowadays. You know, when I first started driving, you had a map book that was, oh, about the size of a, of a good hamburger sandwich here. <laughs> that uh, you had to look in and but I would assume that GPS isn't exactly uh, in, in a city that's like London with a lot of tall buildings and what have you where they, they might actually have, have a hard time using GPS and getting a GPS signal well that, that's what the Uber guys and certainly the uh, vast majority of the, the PHVs are relying on uh, because half the half the time, or at least the vast majority of the time, the first thing they'll ask you is the postcode of where you wish to go. Now, mm -hmm. as you and I both know, um, there could be changes that have happened um, which mm -hmm. maybe haven't been updated to whatever sat, sat nav that you're, you're using. So hence you see, <laughs> you, you see a... a Uber driver or PHV driver taking someone down a, a one-way street, which has recently changed, <laughs> or, or taking down a street, or trying to take them down a street which is closed, or you know, 
Whereas the, the London taxi driver, through the knowledge and through regularly, obviously, travelling day in, day out on the streets, will have all of that knowledge in his head, mm. completely updated and realise, OK, I can't turn left here, I can't turn right there, such and such. I've got to go this way now, you know. So it, it's like it's like almost the map in their head. Right. London taxi driver is constantly being updated. Um, where, as, as you correctly say, you know, there, there is the chance that in some areas of London, the, the sat-nav and, and, and your your phone signal could go down, or who's, mm -hmm. you know, their phone, their phone or whatever isn't significantly charged, so they lose connection or whatever. So, right. you know, we, listen, we've seen it time and time again, and, and again, you know, that is another tick box for, for using the London taxi. Right. One of the things that, uh, when it all boils down to, uh, when it all boils down to it, a lot of people, a lot of passengers, are going strictly by cost. Uh, now, as I understand, at least here in this country now, uh, Uber and Lyft is no longer a bargain anymore. Uh, there's a lot of time with their surge pricing that uh, they can be quite a bit more expensive than than a metered taxi. Are, are you experiencing the same thing over there? Most certainly, yeah. Uh, um, particularly the surging uh, that you're, you're talking about. Um, certainly in, during the busy, the busy periods, <clears throat> we've seen reports, you know, on social media or in papers or on the radio where People have said, oh, why is my Uber costing such and such to go here, there and wherever? Um, and there's, I think there's been this myth uh, that's been propelled, if you like, uh, that black cabs are more, and black taxis are more expensive when they're not. Um, and there's no surcharging. You know, it's basically the price you will pay is the price that's on the meter. The meter's fixed, obviously, by, um, you know, TFL. But there's no changes that the driver can make to that cost. You pay what, what you see. Um, and, mm -hmm. you know, at, at busy times, you won't see the price in increase. You know, it's not going to go up uh, significantly because, you know, um, there, there's a vast majority of people out there who, who are wishing to get uh, transport because it's either raining or there's something going on in London, etc. Mm. You just won't see that. So, you know, again, something that we've tried to dispel and, and convey to the travelling public that it isn't, and, and the more that they use them, uh, the more they mm. tend to realise. And, and we, we have had, we have seen re reports of that where customers have, have got in the the cab and, and being pleasantly surprised at the, the price that they they paid and, and, and realized that you know what they were what they were hearing was a, a, a mistruth we had it on um, uh, you force their friend now i think there was an, an uber guy that was uh speaking to um one of the radio stations only only yesterday uh trying to put out a myth that uh, from 10 p.m at night uh london black cabs taxis are are 20 percent higher which is absolute rubbish, you know. And mm -hmm. the annoying thing is that um, you get the journalists who sadly don't call these people to task because I, right. I don't know 
um, or they, they they just assume that they're being being told the truth. So again, mm. we have to try and pick pick them up, you know, on mm. these points and say to them, look, this isn't correct. This doesn't happen. Mm. You know, it might happen in an Uber. But it certainly doesn't happen in a black cab because it's mm-hmm. you know? exactly. Andy, I listen. I I surely surely appreciate your time here. Um, so now you how do how can people how can they help other than just be just supporting the london taxi trade uh, again their tradition and and it isn't just a, don't, don't just jump into a uh, into a black cab just because of the tradition but jump into it because knowing that it is your safest way to get from point a to point b but what else could you tell the the public uh there in london uh about uh, the the london black cabs well there's a history dating back over 365 years on every street corner on every uh, highway you will find a black cab they are the mm-hmm. most knowledgeable people around. If you want to go somewhere, they'll tell you, and they'll be telling you, if you wish, something about where you're going to, you know, some facts and whatever. Um, but certainly, you know, people can visit londontaxipr.com. Um, we've got information on there about the campaigns that we've run, uh, the taxi apps that I've, I've been saying about uh, with regards to Black Cab Only, uh, cab app, taxi app, mm-hmm. um, and Percy London, um, which is an, another one. These are all mm-hmm. solely black cab apps that people can download mm-hmm. and, and use. Um, or, like I say, the traditional way, hail from the, from the street. Mm-hmm. Or that visitors come start to come back to London, obviously particularly um, from, from the States, um, then hopefully the more, the more business that, the, that there will be. London needs tourists, um, but mm-hmm. more importantly, London needs a safe form of public transportation. Right, that is exactly. The, that is the London taxis. But to do their job as well at the same time, London taxis need access all areas, and that, mm-hmm. is, that is important. And, you know, hopefully there's some important decisions um, coming to the fore, uh, certainly this month, um, with regards mm. to some of the restrictions that have been imposed on cabs. Uh, so hopefully, you know, we, we might be seeing some success stories out there. But the longer, obviously, we continue to put out the message of the safety, the knowledge, the tradition and the reputation of uh, London taxis, the more that, that that will propel to the public. Absolutely. And continue to help business get back to what it was. Absolutely. Andy, thank you so much for joining us here. This has been a wealth of knowledge. I want to put it out there and I do me a favor if you could. If you run guys on the street, tell them about us. We would love to hear their stories over there. We have, I have uh, beat Twitter bloody trying to find uh, some drivers from London to come on our show. Tell us about their experiences. Tell us a few things about the passengers and some of the things that they're going through. So do me a favor and, and reach out and tell them, hey, 
there's a couple of guys over here in the States love to talk to you. So we'll do, we'll do. I can certainly think of a few characters off the top of my head immediately. So I'll definitely be punting them in your way, John. No problem. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you very much, Andy. Thank you for joining us. Andy Scott, London Taxi underscore PR on Twitter. You've got London, uh, you got London Taxi PR dot com, right? Dot com. Is it correct? Okay. All right. Well, we uh, we stay in touch with us by all means. All right. Take care, sir. Thank you very much. Yep. Bye bye. All right. All right. Well, there you go. That was very interesting. We. Uh, I thought so. A very a lot of information. Yeah. Yeah. And we want to apologize to, at the very least, our audio listeners. Uh, our radio listeners, uh, we had a little little trouble there with the audio, and uh, uh, you know, again, we'll fix that in post, and the uh, everything will be fine. Yeah. Uh, anyway, moving on, moving on. Let's. Uh, yes. Where are we? Oh, geez, I've forgotten where we are. So so what well, what do you think so after you're your in the radio TFI studio or uh, headquarters in New York in Queens New York to be exact yes I'm at the Northern Command studio in Eagan Minnesota uh, what all do we what else do we need yeah I guess nothing I was I was, sto- <laughs> I was stalling for time as I'm trying to reset everything here because again and no fault of Andy we we had a little technical glitch there and so I had to uh, I, I had to run some extension cords and duct tape and there was there was uh but again a very enlightening conversation very enlightening and and this will mean nothing to anybody but i was completely wrong john oh of course i was completely I... wrong seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight is the number if you want to join us here live we do have some other things that we could probably do for the next 15 minutes or so it looks like we got another complete bag of chips here oh yeah oh uh, yeah you ready to tear uh, one open oh uh, yeah let's go ahead and tear one open absolutely uh, all right here here's your first uh first one from the bag of chips today vilifies white people and demands they apologize what is critical race theory provide americans with a way to understand the legacy of racism this guy won by running against it this is the spirit of virginia you mean that critical race theory is studying the architecture of our past you can call it murder where we wiped out the indigenous population very fine people on both sides then killed millions of slaves via the middle passage look at my african-american over here while over the next 300 years we created laws and policies that oppress and deny access to constitutionally protected rights woke curriculum you are not going to do this to our children ah you see tammy faye baker there thinks that black people came to america on a carnival cruise and started Antifa at Jamestown. Quit your policies. I quit your trainings. And I quit being a cog in a machine. Well, Trixie, the world can always use another hairdresser. There are no organized white supremacists. You see, critical race theory isn't so much a theory as it is about discovering the truth. You can't handle the truth. That's a fact, Jack. Goddamn right. I actually agree with you. We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another bag of chips. Another bag of chips there. Uh, Ed, I can't hear you. There we which go. Might be, which might be the best 30 seconds of my life here. But 
That young lady at the end, she really should be saying it's a revolution, man. But by the way, that's not the only time you're going to see her today. And I'll just leave it at that. Uh, yeah. Critical race theory, which is not taught in Virginia or pretty much anywhere where there's five-year-olds. Uh, there, there's a group out there called the Good Liars. Follow them on Twitter. They just put a movie out called The Supporters. You, you got to These guys are hilarious, uh, and they make a lot of great points. I want to play this. This was obviously before uh, Election Day there uh, in Virginia okay. this past week. But uh, this... Get a load of this interview. What's the most important issue in the governor's race here in Virginia? Getting back to the basics of teaching children, not teaching them critical race theory. And uh, and, and what is critical race theory? Well, I'm not going to get into the specifics of it because I don't understand it that much. But it's something that I don't, what little bit that I know I don't care for. And and what have you heard that, that you don't, well, that you I'm don't not, like? Well, I'm, I'm not going to, you know... I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't have that much knowledge on it, but okay. it's something that I'm not. That I don't care for. Or as Ralph Karamdin used to say, "Hamada, hamada, hamada, hamada." Yeah, pretty much. You know, here's here's the, the the honest to God's truth. I don't know that much about it. I really and nobody does. And one of these days. Well, but I would love to. To bring Shalada or bring uh, or bring our friend Don Allen in, into the conversation again at some point in time, and let's let's just find out what the hell all the hubbub here's is the hubbub. about. Here's, here's the hubbub. First off, you just listen to that old man, and I say that because he's clearly older than me. You can get away with that. Though. I can, yes, I can. Not often anymore, but I can on this case. Here's what they don't like about it. They think that people are saying the schools are teaching that white people were bad for bringing slaves over. That's it. That's all they think it is. It's got. It is. It's been described as a, a law school course. It's not. Hasn't been around that long. But they've latched on to this. And what's his name? Yunkin in. Uh, in Virginia, the new governor, he just went on and on. It. It's not taught in any school at any level in Virginia. It's all about it's just getting people afraid, and this is what the left has to start doing. We got to go in and start swinging the bat. You know, mm -hmm. remember, uh, it's. Uh, uh, what was it? Stay silent and carry a big. I don't know. Just bring it up. Bring it up. Talk softly and carry a big, big stick. stick. Right. If you've ever watched The uh, Walking Dead, bring Lucille Negan's Lucille, the baseball bat with the barbed wire, and we got to start swinging it. And we got to start using it because this is just, uh, it's just nutty. It's just nutty. Uh, I got a little. Notice thing. what happened. Uh, in after that uh, election in Virginia, yeah. we didn't. You, first off, you didn't see a bunch of Democrats in. Oh, those ballot boxes! Oh, oh, the Chinese must have come in and and uh, rigged it. There's no way. There's no way that uh, that uh, that election should have went that way. Oh you know, my God! 
You know, who you know else? what the Democrats did? Yeah. You know what else what the Democrats did? They accepted the, the results. They accept they accepted the results and they said, How do we make this better? That's what right. can we do that is to change the message? Why aren't the Republicans screaming and yelling that it was uh, uh Virginia was rigged? And again, to go back to 2020, which was the most fair election ever held in this country. Uh, okay, you want to redo? Let's redo. Every, almost every member of con- every member of Congress will be pulled out. Keep in mind, kids and kittens, it's the top of the ticket that they're pissing and moaning about. A lot of people that voted for Biden voted Republican the rest of the way down down the line. So if you want to redo. Yeah. Then you you know it's not just one you got to lose them all it's it, it, it's a bunch of crap you know and this uh, this Brandon nonsense is just uh, you, you're I'm seeing where the where some people are starting to flip the script on that are they? you know it's it's yeah well you know of course uh, from what I understand they uh, that all started at some NASCAR uh, race or something right. like that and, right and. They were so okay. Okay, let's uh, let's go ahead and let's go, Brandon. Let's go. I hey, don't be surprised if somewhere down the road that uh, that um, Joe Biden uh, doesn't adopt the nickname Brandon. Well, not him personally, but well, you know, his supporters. You know, they're starting to flip the script. They're actually starting to show. Uh, I'm seeing T-shirts uh, put out by Democrats. Because let's face it, this president has accomplished more already in ten months than that orange Cheeto weasel uh, that we had uh, occupying in that uh, giant shit stain on the White House. Do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember when the when the uh, Cheeto in charge said? That if Joe Biden was elected president, the stock market would crash. Yeah, uh, the, the, oh, Dow jo- the Dow Jones cracked thirty six thousand for the first time ever this past week under Biden. So there's your mm-hmm. uh, there there's your crash. And once again, he's uh, he's wrong about everything. Uh, oh, by the way, since we're talking about all that, just uh, just remember it. At least 10 people who attended the uh, January 6th rally before the insurrection were elected into office this week. Every American should be horrified by this. That's oh, yeah. from Robert Reich. That's a tweet. Absolutely. A tweet from him, and uh, we'll do that. And, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We've got... Oh, uh, do we have time? We have time. Since we're speaking about Brandon, our opposition... Correspondent Brent Brent Terhune, who we haven't heard from in quite a while, we got a double shot of him today too. So he's gonna oh he's, he's gonna explain this whole Brandon thing to us. Take a listen. Yeah, I'm definitely part of the LGB community because when we say "Let's go, Brandon," we don't actually mean "Let's go, Brandon." And I'm not gonna say what it means here because I don't want to catch yet another 90 day ban. Thanks, Facebook. All right. Let's go, Brandon. It means it, it's like when a southern woman says, "Oh, bless his heart." She doesn't mean bless his heart. You know, she means it's 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 saying it without saying it. You know, it's 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 subtlety done in a very loud way. They've tried to stop us from saying it, but we won't be censored. 
That's why we're yelling, let's go Brandon every chance we get. And it works everywhere. You know, you call up uh, uh, Moe's Tavern. The guy answers and you say, is Brandon there? First name, let's go. And <laughs> you just wait. God damn. Fits great on shirts and hats. It's a, it's a good cash grab. It, it's one less word than our last slogan. That's called efficiency. Of course, I'd, I'd rather be wearing the old hat, but. So, yeah, I say it all the time. And, and if you know, you know. I'll just be at the bank like, let's go, Brandon. And they're like, louder for the people in the back. It's it's like a secret code that only you and everybody else knows. <laughs> and we even have one of our nitwit Congress people say it in Congress. In the House. Yeah, I, I heard that. It was, yeah. I, I, I mean. Oh. But the, 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 the script is getting flipped. Seriously, it, it, you know, they were idiots. So it's just one of those things that, uh, uh, it, you know, it, it, I can't, I can't think of enough words right now, which is normal for me anyways, but, uh, I, I can't just the way that people are and all it is, again, it's, it's Trump being this cheerleader, right? You know, let's, let's stir this pot a little bit more. Let's stir this pot. Cause that is where he's getting his support from mm -hmm. is these, these ravenous NASCAR going and, and, and by the way, NASCAR, I give me a break. Let's see how entertaining watching a bunch of cars driving around in a circle 300 times there, let's see. I'm just. This is just a. Oh, he's he's a little bit faster than this one. Hey, hey, hey! Don't knock NASCAR. I even I enjoy it. I cannot stand it, it NASCAR. Goes like, I, it go, it, John, it goes like this: Go fast, left turn. Go fast, left turn. Go fast, left turn. Yeah, you, get that all, you get that on freeways. <laughs> honest to goodness, that's how my old neighbor described it to me. He, I said, because I was saying the same thing. Boy, everybody just driving, driving in an oval here. He says, no, no, no. You're looking at it the wrong way. Go fast, left turn. Go fast, left turn. <laughs> I, I, I find it interesting, of course, the last 10 laps or so, because anyway. Uh, let's, it's kind of like I, watching an NBA game in the same world. <laughs> it really doesn't get interesting until the last the uh, the few end. minutes. Yeah, so... <laughs> Oh my goodness! I am uh, I, I am physically and mentally drained. I uh, what? You're physically and mentally oh, drained? Oh sure, I work like you, a bear, man. You took about a half an hour break for crying, other than doing pushing I, some buttons, trying to. I was working hard, man. I was working hard, uh, which once again proves that we need to start having these folks come in before the show so we can make sure everything's working. Uh, well, you know, that's I hate like heck to keep people keep guests waiting through our little I understand. You know, the show. I understand. I, I, I agree with you that it would have some production value to it, but uh uh it's, it's that time. We're gonna take a break. Ed's exhausted, so we need to we need to take this six minute break. We'll, uh, we'll see you on the other side. You're listening to the Tax Stand Hour on Radio TFI. 
T-F-I. You found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. Wacko, you can wager all or part of your money. I'll blow the world. All right, then. In the category of the United States, the answer is... The names of all 50 states and their capitals. Okay. Here goes. Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Indianapolis, Indiana, and Columbus is the capital of Ohio. There's Montgomery, Alabama, south of Helena, Montana, then there's Denver, Colorado, under Boise, Idaho. Texas has Austin, then we go north to Massachusetts, Boston, and Albany, New York. Tallahassee, Florida, and Washington, D.C. Santa Fe, New Mexico, and Nashville, Tennessee. Elvis used to hang out there a lot, you know. Trenton's in New Jersey, north of Jefferson, Missouri. You got Richmond in Virginia, South Dakota has Pierre. Harrisburg's in Pennsylvania, and Augusta's up in Maine. And here is Providence, Rhode Island, next to Dover, Delaware. Concord, New Hampshire, just a quick jaunt to Montpelier, which is up in Vermont. Hartford's in Connecticut, so pretty in the fall. And Kansas has Topeka, Minnesota has St. Paul. Juno's in Alaska, and there's Lincoln in Nebraska, and it's Raleigh out in North Carolina, and then there's Madison, Wisconsin, and Olympia in Washington, Phoenix, Arizona, and Lansing, Michigan. Here's Honolulu, Hawaii's a joy, Jackson, Mississippi, and Springfield, Illinois, South Carolina with Columbia down the way, and Annapolis and Maryland on Chesapeake Bay. They have wonderful clown chowder. Cheyenne is in Wyoming, and perhaps you make your home in Salt Lake City, out in Utah, where the buffalo roam. Atlanta's down in Georgia, and there's Bismarck, North Dakota, and you can live in Frankfurt in your old Kentucky home. Salem in Oregon, from there we join. Little Rock in Arkansas, Iowa's got Des Moines, Sacramento, California, Oklahoma, and its city. Charleston, West Virginia, and Nevada, Carson City. That's all the capitals there are. Huh? Oh, I'm so sorry. You failed to put your response in the form of a question. We're any, mini, totally insane. They pushed me on and faced me. The names of the U.S. residents who then became the president and got a view from the White House Lou of Pennsylvania Avenue. George 
Washington was the first you see. He once chopped down a cherry tree. President number two would be John Adams and then number three. Tom Jefferson stayed up to write a declaration late at night. So he and his wife had a great big fight and she made him sleep on the couch all night. James Madison never had a son and he fought the war of 1877 and the Democrats would gloat But they're all amazed when Rutherford Hayes wins by just one vote James Garfield someone really hated cause he was assassinated Chester Arthur gets instated four years later he was traded But Grover Cleveland really fat elected twice as a Democrat Then Benjamin Harrison after that it's William McKinley up the bat Teddy Roosevelt charged up San Juan Hill And President Taft he got the bill In 1913 Woodrow Wilson takes us into World War I Herbert Hoover's big debut, he gets the blame and loses too. Franklin Roosevelt, president who helped us win in World War II. Harry Truman, weird little human, serves two terms and when he's done. It's Eisenhower who's got the power from 53 to 61. John Kennedy had Camelot, then Lyndon Johnson took his spot. Richard Nixon, he gets caught and Gerald Ford fell down a lot. Jimmy Carter like campaign trips And Ronald Reagan's speeches scripts All came from famous movie clips And President Bush said read my lips Now in Washington, D.C. There's Democrats and the GOP But the ones in charge are plain to see The Clintons, Bill and Hillary The next president to lead the way Well, it just might be yourself one day Then the press will distort everything you say So jump in your plane and fly away What the heck? <laughs> oh, well, that was a nice break. Gremlins in the machine. Let's just let's just say that uh, I was able to get a lot accomplished. Okay. Well, happy to help. <laughs> Appreciate that, sir. All breaks should be just like that. Yeah, that's it. Next week, all breaks, no show. <laughs> Seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. You are indeed listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network. Once again, from the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon, and 
from Queens, New York in the Radio TFI Executive Tower. What floor are you on today there, boss? Uh, we're still on the ground floor. We, uh, we're this close, this close to finishing up the renovations. It is, uh, it, it's amazing. Way do you see this? Oy vey. Mm. <laughs> it is the one and only Ed Van Ness. So once again, good morning, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. As the saying goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're feeling it a little bit today. There's uh, there's no question about it. We are feeling it. Yeah. So, how are you today, young man? Uh, well, like I said, I feel better now after the break. Excellent. So, yeah. then, uh, enough, enough said after as they... Uh, as they so kindly put it, excuse me for just one second. Hi, Caramba. He's got to drink water out of the uh, the noisiest mug ever invented. Which I none. mute. I, I'm, I'm so nice, I mute this so you don't have to listen to me gu guzzling down from my bubba. My bubba. Yeah, that's that's what it is. That's what the That's what the can says there. Bubba, mm, well, Bubba, yep. We just we're just gonna leave that be. We're not gonna we're not gonna hurt ourselves oh, with that one. I I appreciate that. Well, listen. Why do we why do we not put off the misery any longer here with uh, with the picks? Because right now, both of us. I, I tell you something. I, we're just flat out sucking. I, I, well, hold on, hold on. Let's uh, let's get into it officially. Are you ready? I'm ready. Where's my script that I can't read? I always pull a John Shannon with my uh, with my fo football script. It's time for John and Ed versus the spread. Your weekly foray into the exciting world of pigskin prognostication. Yes! Each week, John, I couldn't pick my nose, Shannon. Gerald, the computer who wears tennis shoes, and I leads choose professional football games and select winners using the point spread. At the end of the season, the winner will claim possession of the Radio TFI Gilchrist Ceremonial Sippy Cup. Shipping, uh, you're on your own. Extra points can be earned by going for it with a two or three point conversion. If we have the nerve. Ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, it's John and Ed versus the spread. Well, 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 well. Here we are again, John. Just another fun week. I, I first off, I want to congratulate you. What did I, I do? I, 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 I want to congratulate you for finally spitting out prognostication. I'm proud of you. I was waiting. I was going to hold up a sign saying prognostication. But I thought, nah, you know what? He's got this. He I, Just something tells me he's got this this week. And Today's the day. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Yeah. You realize during that whole, during that half an hour that we had Andy on, that's all he kept saying. Prognostication. 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 Prognostic yeah. Not, pro not procrastination. Prognostication. 
I, I am damn proud of you, sir. All right, I'm damn proud of me, too. Let's take a look at the big board from last week. What do you say there, kiddo? Well, well, well. Looks, looks, like, a, looks like a little board to me. <laughs> it, it looks like a three-way tie between John Shannon, myself, and uh, Gerald, who we'll be hearing from momentarily. Uh, John and I were speaking just before the show. Normally at this point of the season, a halfway mark, I'm uh, I'm pretty good. I'm, I'm pretty uh, more than a few games over 500. This year, going into today, I am three games under 500, and this is essentially the halfway mark. This is week nine. Yeah, last week, this week, halfway mark with the 17 game season. But I think uh, I, I think we got a lot going for us this week. So let's take a but first let's take a look at last week how we finished up. John Shannon uh, managed to pick up a point last week. Uh, his, uh, he did well picking against his his Minnesota Vikings. Uh, got crushed. My goodness, Tampa Bay just fell apart in New Orleans. I watched some of that game. That was uh, and the Jets. Who knew? Who knew the Jets would come back and win this game, let alone, and, and with a 10-point spread? Oh, my God. Uh, look, a lot of people a lot of people took a bath on that one. A lot of people took a bath mm-hmm. on that one. I, uh, I went with New England over them L.A. Chargers. They just barely squeaked it out, 27-24. I just barely did, uh, did get there. Uh, I went for two with Philly and over Detroit. Philly crushed, crushed the Lions. I mean, that uh, now in hindsight, it looks like a no-brainer, but I saw that one, and it, I said, no, this, if I was ever going to go for two, of course, now you look at it and go, I'm going to go for three. And Hell right. <laughs> went for two again with, uh, with uh, uh, Pittsburgh-Cleveland, and, uh, well, that just didn't work out for me at all. I mean, Cleveland didn't even cover at all, so let alone, let alone 13 and a half points. So, meanwhile, Gerald, uh, so I picked up a total of three points last week. Gerald picked up one point by, uh, he went with the Rams over Houston, who come in to play my Dolphins today. We'll talk about that in just a bit. Meanwhile, he got trashed on Washington at, uh, by picking Washington at Denver, and uh, he took Atlanta, and uh, that just didn't go well for him. Anyway, no, no, they were in Buffalo. Anyway, what do you say we get to this week's uh Let's get to this week's. Let's get to this week's fun excitement. Here we are, week nine. Week nine. Who who could have guessed it? Who honestly could have guessed it? And uh, if I can get my board to stay up, there we go. And uh, John, let's start with you. Your first pick. Well, I'm going to go at the bottom of my list here. Uh, Arizona visiting the Niners, where. They are two and a half point underdogs, which really surprises me. So I'm taking Arizona. I'm going to get two and a half points. That should be a decent game. That should be a decent game. I'm starting off by uh, swinging for the fences, going for two. The the Las Vegas Raiders, the hated Raiders, come to visit the New York football giants here at MetLife Stadium. I'm going for two. I'm giving up 13 and a half points with the Raiders. Against against the Giants and because uh, the Giants stink out the joint. The, the only saving grace for the Dolphins this year is that we close. Uh, we have the Giants on our schedule. We actually have Jets, Giants, a bye, and then Jets. So we we got a 
shot and make up some ground. And uh, might, might win a game or two. We there there's a chance there. Now let's go to the always entertaining Gerald. Good morning, Gerald. Good morning, gentlemen. Let's get right to it, shall we? I'm starting off with the Cincinnati Bengals, plus two and a half, over the Cleveland Browns. Ooh, going against my brownies. Okay, well, you know, it's going to happen. John, what's your second pick of the week? My second pick of the week, uh, the Minnesota Vikings visit the Baltimore Ravens, where they are six-point underdogs. Uh, I'm taking Baltimore on this. The Vikings have shown me absolutely nothing this year. Uh, I don't understand. I don't understand why some uh, some people are still picking them uh, in in some of these games. Last week, I'll never understand why they picked them. Uh, why the odds makers were picking them against Dallas. Uh, but anyways, uh, Vikings uh, six and a half, six point dogs uh, against the Ravens. I'm taking the Ravens, giving up six. Well, again, uh, this is why I don't. I don't go with the. I, I always go with the home team. I don't not monkey around with that. And uh, oh, I got excuse me, kids. I did something there I should not have done. So anyway, so we're at my second pick. Uh, here's something we're going to talk about. I'm going with Kansas City. Go chefs! Great googly moogly, giving up seven points. Why? Because the knucklehead Aaron Rodgers isn't playing today. Calling Dr. Joe Rogan. Calling Dr. Joe Rogan. Uh, Kansas City, minus seven at home. And uh, I hope Aaron Rodgers... uh, We're going to talk about it later. Uh, Gerald, Gerald, who's your second game today? The Eagles host the LA Chargers in Philadelphia. Give me the Eagles, plus a point and a half. Very good, sir. You have it. A point and a half plus. John, your final pick. My final pick. <laughs> I don't know. I must. I, I. I. must be on Ed's sympathy train today, because the Miami Dolphins are visiting, or excuse me, are hosting Houston, where the Dolphins are five and a half point favorites. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put some faith out there. <laughs> Two or three, uh, he should. Uh, I'm hoping he can uh, finally squeak one out here. So I'm He's taking the, the Dolphins. Problem. He is not the problem. Well, I don't know. They got a lot of problems there, but uh, they're playing Houston, who has that many more problems. So yes. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm going with the Dolphins, giving up five and a half. All right, my final pick of the week: uh, New England visits Carolina, and. Uh, Oh, excuse me. I like Carolina at home. They're getting three and a half points. New England's playing okay, but they're certainly not the Brady bunch uh, Patriots. So, and uh, what's his name? The the quarterback who was with the Jets is uh, is down there in Carolina. Whooped up on the Jets in Week One. So, I like the idea of them then getting three and a half points. Unless there's an injury, I'm not aware of. I think that's uh, that's where that's going to go. Gerald, let's. Uh, What's your final pick for the day there, buddy? It's time to break this log jam. I'm going for three. I'm giving up 20 and a half points with the New Orleans Saints. Look out, Atlanta. This is not the Miami Dolphins. Hey! <laughs> was it called for? Was I think that's actually not a bad bet to be able to uh, 
that's a pretty pretty good pick on his point. That's, on his uh, part, rather. You know, he's getting to be a little testy. He's he's getting to be a little. Uh... Well, anyway, you know, I've never have really liked him. So yeah, that's... well, yeah, you've never been a fan, but I don't know. There could be uh, replacements here, Gerald. Watch it. Uh... <laughs> well, let's recap. John Shannon likes uh, likes my Miami Dolphins giving up five and a half points at home against the Texans. He hates his hometown, Minnesota Vikings, visiting uh, I almost said the Orioles, <laughs> visiting the Ravens in Baltimore. John's taking Baltimore, giving up six points. Uh, he likes the visiting Arizona Cardinals plus two and a half against San Francisco. Uh, I'm taking uh, Carolina at home against New England. I'm getting three and a half points. Kansas City host Green Bay minus uh, minus Dr. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I'm taking the, the chefs, great googly moogly, giving up seven points. My final pick of the week, uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders. I'm going for two against the hometown New York Giants. I'm giving up 13 and a half points as Vegas visits um, uh, New Jersey. Gerald, meanwhile, he likes in the Battle of Ohio, he likes Cincinnati at home, giving up two and a half points against my Brownies. He's going with Philadelphia. We're giving him a point and a half, as he requested, against the visiting Los Angeles Chargers. And finally, finally, Gerald goes for three with New Orleans, giving up 20 and a half points against those dirty birds from Atlanta. As we like to say, uh, if you're going to use our picks to bet real money on the games, John, what do we say about that? John's muted. So we... Uh, oh, sorry. Sorry about that. I knew it would have to happen at least once today. But anyways, yeah, if you're stupid enough to take our picks, especially this year, uh, well, you're probably also stupid enough to vote for Marjorie Taylor Greene from uh, California. Moving on. And that completes John and Ed versus the spread for this week. We'll, uh, we'll pick up the pieces again next week, and we'll lay the music in later in post. Oh, Aaron Rodgers, what do you think? You know, I, I've had such a love-hate relationship with this guy. Yeah, that's, that's a division the- foe for you. Well, you know, the thing is, is I, I really liked the job he did hosting Jeopardy. Yes. But now, now suddenly I'm just thinking that he's he, he's an idiot. He, he just, he really is. And he's really, uh, he, he is not only is he putting himself mm-hmm. uh, at risk, he's putting teammates at risk, he's putting other people around him at risk because for one thing he decided he was going to kind of keep this hush hush as as i if i understand the story it isn't just until recently that he uh he's what did he say he used the word that he was inoculated or and something I, like I, that. i'm inoculated he did and and uh, a boot to the head to the reporter who did not follow up and say no sir the question was are you vaccinated against COVID-19? He should have been more specific with his question. Once he saw that Rogers was was playing games, was playing word games. Now, remember, kids and kittens, uh, Colin Kaepernick has been vilified for six years for 
taking a knee. Not bothering anybody, not saying a word to anybody, just taking a knee during the national anthem. Which, by the way, there is no law requirement, ordinance, or anything else that compels you to stand during the playing of that song. So, and now Aaron Rodgers, there's no question about it. He's the great white dope in Green Bay. Yes, yes, I'm turning on him because he cites Joe Rogan and uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, You know, I turned in 500 pages of research. No, you don't. No, you didn't. You didn't do clinical trials. You didn't do uh, double blinds. You didn't do any of that. You went on. You went on Google, and you found things that that uh, proved your opinion, that were complementary yes. to what you were trying to get accomplished. You didn't go in there with a blank slate saying, "Well, let's see where it leads me." No, no, no. You were trying to prove your position. So uh, it, mm-hmm. it, it's wrong. I imagine State Farm's going to drop them like a hot rock. How yeah. can an ins- how can an insurance company have their one of their their major spokesperson be someone? Look, he, he's it's not that he's just it's not that he's saying I don't want the vaccination. He, he's he's lying about it. Yeah, he's, he tried to do a little tap dance around the thing. Yeah, around. yeah, yeah, and and I uh, that's where. He went wrong, okay? You're, you're a very wealthy white man, okay? But you can't get away with this one. Oh, but what about my freedom? What about your freedom? What about the fact you got 52 other players plus coaches plus support staff? You're not wearing a mask. You're not doing any, you're not taking any precautions whatsoever, okay? I don't know who he lied to. I don't know what the NFL knew because they're probably complicit in this anyway. They know that he wasn't vaccinated. And they have other protocols for that, which apparently he wasn't following. So, you know, now I don't know. The good folks in Green Bay and Milwaukee and Wisconsin may feel differently about this. Because, you know, they're, they're going to be torn. They're going to be torn. Because this is their guy. You know, well, but his shit is starting to get a little old anyways. I mean, we, if you remember, he went uh, before the season started. We weren't sure if he was going to come back and play for the Packers. He was playing that game for a while. I think that his stock is going to go way down after after this uh, latest stunt. I don't disagree with you. I just just don't. And uh, I, I mean, look, say what you will. You are a, uh, people look up to you. People look up to you. You are a role model, whether you want to be or not. You accepted this, that uh, you're going to be on this great stage. And, uh, you know, people look at you and you accept the money and all that. Uh, This is just not right. It's just not right. I'm sorry. I can't. Yeah. Uh, I, I I can't go on with you know. Uh, I, I'm tired of the anti-vax people. You know, yeah. just 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 we're all trying to get through this. Nobody wants to wear a mask. Nobody wants to. Nobody wants to take a shot. But you've all taken shots. You've all been vaccinated for various things as kids. Yeah. 
I don't know what's in. Oh, please, you don't. I, I say it every week now. You don't know what's in what you eat. You will sit there and knock back whiskey. You don't know what's in it. There are there are ingredients in there that go against my religion. Baloney. And uh, speaking of shots and jabs, uh, let's not forget uh, what we still don't know what happened in Houston yesterday. Was it eight people have died at that music concert? Yeah, uh, yeah. Apparently, some of them were injected. Uh, and this, I don't know. Travis Scott didn't stop the show. Oh, wait, so so he kept I you know the thing is is with everything going on I guess I I didn't get to get to that whole story so what you're telling me is is that even after all the chaos there he kept performing yeah well I I, I don't know all the details I'm just looking right now is eight dead 300 injured uh I don't really know what happened yet. I'll, um, <sighs> we better put that one out. I, I think so. I, I think so. We don't have we don't have enough information on it to really really rant about it as much as I would like to. Uh, I don't know mm-hmm. what happened. I, I I got a little bit of it yesterday, and I was kind of sidetracked with other things, and you know, we'll. Uh, I mean, that would be horrible if. If he continued to perform, because I mean, look, there's people he's got secured. Everybody's got to see what's going on. Well, again, I mean, I, you know what? I don't want to cast dispersions. We can sit here and speculate, yeah. but let's not. Let let's yeah, wait till you've you've got a good point. Let's, let's wait till next week, and and then we'll tear him a new ass. How about that? Huh? That's that sounds like a hell of an idea. Meanwhile, so, meanwhile, let's let, let's dig back into the bag of chips because it's an old favorite of ours who's back. On uh, oh yes, uh, Miss Lindsay, Miss Lindsay is back. Take a listen. On January sixth, Lindsey Graham was running around the Capitol, ordering the Capitol Police to murder the protesters. Who knew Lindsey Graham was such a badass? I know what you're thinking, punk. But it's being reported that on January the sixth, Lindsey Graham was telling Capitol Hill police to shoot protesters. Say hello to my little friend. Lindsay was telling him, what are you doing? Take back the Senate. You've got guns. Use them. We give you guns for a reason. Lindsay confirms he was calling Ivanka to tell Trump to have his people stand down, that it was getting out of control. Lethal force should have been used once they penetrated the seat of government. What did you say? Penetrate the seat of government? <laughs> Hell no. I'm not even going to touch that. Where is Kamala? Today, Lindsay opposes the January 6th investigation. Can we move forward without President Trump? The answer is no. Because he's a traitorous coward. He fears this. Person woman man more than this lindsay knew then what he won't say now trump and his white nationalists are still a threat and you know what lindsay so are you god damn right i actually agree with you it's a revolution (laughs) miss lindsay wow my 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 so so he was running through the the hallways telling capitol police and whoever else would listen to shoot these I, sure. you know what? I don't. The ones that were because that looked like they were going to uh, pose a threat. Excuse me, pose a threat. <laughs> Voice changing. Oh my god! How's puberty I coming had along? Such a, yeah, thank you. 
<laughs> hey, leave me alone, will ya? I just started out with this new voice. <laughs> Peter Brady, when it's time to change. Anyway. <laughs> you were saying about Miss Lindsay, you- Miss Lindsay and his fainting couch. I man, I tell you, could you, could you for a minute were you kind of thinking to yourself, "Geez, maybe he's onto something," or just on something? Well, I think he's. First off, he was clutching his pearls and and something else too. I'm sure, uh, because Lord knows he wouldn't want the seat of government penetrated. Wink, wink. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I don't know. We need to start. Why is Steve Bannon still not in handcuffs? It's been 17, 18 days since it was decided he's he's busting the law here. He needs to be taken into custody. And yet he's still running about. Democrats, you need to suck it up. You need to grow a pair. And then show him to Lindsay and he'll believe you me. He'll give you an honest an honest opinion uh, I, I I just oh, yeah it, you're getting to wonder I mean last week I was kind of saying you know maybe they're trying to make sure that they have an ironclad case against these people but uh, I'm beginning to wonder a little bit about what are you waiting for well I, I'm in the meantime we're being overrun because it's it, we're showing weakness. That's all we're showing is weakness. And people are just doing their thing. You know, there's mm-hmm. a thousand examples out there of people just acting like like jackwads. You know, mm-hmm. because they can, because they've had five years of it being allowed. Republicans have just, you know, they don't have a platform anymore. They don't have a... It's whatever Trump says. That's where they are. Uh, they're shooting... Uh, as long as they personally are making money, they're good. They want no part of any bill that will help their people. Hey, look at look at uh, Joe Manchin in uh, West Virginia, who falls in the bottom five of every category out of 50, 50 states. <clears throat> but he's got a boat. He's got a yacht. He drives a Maserati. But you know what? It's good. It's good. And all that on $140,000 a year, which is why kids and kittens starting now, you remember, next November, vote Ed. It doesn't matter where you are. Just write in Ed. We'll give you all the details as we get closer. But you're going to, what's Ed going to do for you? Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And I'm telling you that up front. I'm not going to lie to you. Two years and I'm out. I retire full Benny package. You'll never hear from me again. Huh? How about that? Is that a promise? That's a deal. You've never had such a deal. Don't worry. There'll be posters and whatnot. John's going to be my campaign manager. I can't wait to see him in the in the plastic straw hat. It's going to be fantastic. You just yeah, watch and okay. see as as, as we uh, as we get closer here. But I am your right in candidate. Okay. Mm. I want to retire happily. I can do just fine on a congressional pension. Okay. I'm going to be. On a more serious note, when it comes to uh, Munchkin Mansion here, Mansion or whatever the hell his name is, Mansion, uh, like the house Manchin. he lives in, like the house he lives in. 
Okay. Thank you. Thanks for thanks for the help. You're welcome. It's what I do. Why? When it comes to uh, 2024, uh-huh. next time he's up for election again, I don't want to see widespread Democratic support for this man. Let him dangle. Let him swing in the breeze. Let, let, let's face it. West Virginia, that, you know, is kind of a yeehaw red state anyways. It just so happens that Manchin kind of got in by his heads. Whatever he's doing right or doing, he's doing right over there. But, John, but you've got to, you've got to, we may need that vote. But my point is, is let's, let's funnel the money. Let's funnel the support into other areas where you know you're going to get some real Democrats elected. Fine. And you know where, where that makes sense? That all depends on 2022. If we, get a, if we get a real majority in the Senate and a real majority in the House, then yes, then we can afford to. It's like Survivor. People will, will, will lose a challenge just so they can vote somebody off and get rid of the annoying person. If we wind up after next year's uh, elections in which you vote Ed for Congress, not, not for the Senate, uh, you, we have to come out of that with a four or five person majority. We have we have to be at like fifty four forty six. Presuming in the that, Senate, in the Senate, presuming yeah. presuming the two independents vote a caucus with the Democrats, which they usually do, which they usually do, Bernie and uh, Angus King. Yeah, he's doing math. I... <laughs> <laughs> no, I I honestly think though. I mean, I think that the that the DNC is wasting time and money oh, no on question. Joe Manchin. No question. And I just think it's time it's time to let him sweat it out a little bit. You know, you know. Hey, you decided that you were you were gonna go against President Biden. And and I don't mean this in the same way that in the same way that Trump was demanding support and loyalty because Biden is not that type of guy. Biden was willing to go to the table and and compromise and talk and what have you, but you know, no matter what it just seemed it, it, he is a mansion's a dino in my opinion, you know. You know Democrat name only. And what? I just think that we're just that, we're just wasting too much it. time and effort uh, with the idea of getting him reelected. So that, that um, would be a Dino, by the way. Dino, Dino, I don't. Dino, whatever. And then, of course, you've got Kristen Cinema, who uh, has not been elected to anything. She was uh, placed I'm in Kristen Cinema the senator from Arizona. How did she get her seat again? She lost twice. But when John McCain died, she had oh. come she had come in second, so the governor appointed her senator. Really? Right. And uh, I'm trying to see when she's up next. Because she gots to go. 
She gets to go. There's uh Yeah. You know, they, they, there's no, you know. Well, I want to take the time real quick to congratulate President Biden on the uh on the uh, on the victory getting the uh the infrastructure bill through. Uh, it was uh, your girl. I hate to say it. Your girl didn't support. Uh, voted no. against it. No, no, she did not. She. I oh, mean, did she? No, no, no. You're right. She didn't. She didn't vote for it. But Nancy Pelosi knew all that. She she already knew who was voting, where, when, why, and how. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. Politics. I'm glad, you know, I'm glad that, uh, what was it, 13 Republicans uh, actually voted uh, for this. I guess that's that's the definition of bipartisanship as, uh, right. as we have it in uh, 2021. But um, congratulations, it got done. It was, it, was, uh, it was a long, tedious process, not for the weak at heart, myself included. I thought for I thought more than once that this was going to fall, uh, that this was going to fall by the wayside. But as it is, uh, again, Joe Biden getting more accomplished in ten months than Donald Trump did in uh, four years. Yeah, well, that goes without saying. Uh, I'm trying to figure out. I can't seem to figure out when she's running again. And by the way, I might be wrong about uh, the way she got into office. Uh, I might have been thinking of Martha McSally, who was appointed. Uh, okay. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see. It's uh, She's she's got to go. Uh, Mark Kelly is up, apparently, for re-election. It's, uh, he'll win. He'll, he'll win by a landslide. By a landslide. There's no question about that. Exactly. And I'm finishing my Pop-Tart, and it's very rude. I know, Jesus. And you didn't even offer to share. You want some? <laughs> no, if you've already swallowed it. <laughs> it's, the, it's the mama bird thing. I do the mama bird. I uh, uh, sorry I asked. Open up a bag of chips here, will you? Bag of chips, bag of chips. Let's see what I want. Republican businessman Glenn Youngkin has emerged triumphant. If you're a Democrat, here's how you win. Act like a Democrat. Yes, we can. Write this down. Wages, schools, environment, health care, seniors, crime. A national minimum wage won't get these votes, but these people will notice. Schools? I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. Terry McAuliffe lost because he told parents to go f*** themselves. Note to Democrats, don't do that. 56 new cancer-causing contaminants have been discovered in tap water in the U.S. over the last two years. Did you know that? These guys did. Tens of millions of Americans have no health insurance, but they still get sick. Who pays for that? Not these guys. Seniors deserve the Medicare they've paid for their entire lives. Another note, don't f*** with seniors. And crime, don't defund police, reform police, and legalize pot. Nobody gives a shit anymore. Winning is hard because the other side lies and cheats. But people can smell bullshit. Let's be the people our dogs think we are. How would I look walking a dog? He doesn't have a dog. Goddamn right. Yes, we can. I actually agree with you. It's a revolution. <laughs> and Kristen Cinema is up for re-election in 2024, so. Okay. Yeah, well, that's another one we can leave swinging in the breeze as far as I'm concerned. Oh, she is, without question. She's going to be left hanging. 
she's going to be left so. dangling because she's not going to get the help she thinks she's going to get. Um, she has played everybody fast and loose. Uh, there's something I was going to say, and I'll be gosh darn if I if I know what it is. Uh, by the way, if you're listening, we we started something new on Saturday nights. We're playing we're playing classic concerts. Uh, some of them from the old King Biscuit Flower Hour. Uh, the past couple of weeks, we played Aerosmith, and I think it was America. Um, I'm not sure who, who who we played last night, but we'll be uh, keep an eye on it. Uh, Saturday nights, 10 p.m. 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. That's after we run a full day of uh, full evening, afternoon. 50s at 5, 60s at 6, 70s at 7. Come on, John, you can finish the pattern. 80s at 8, and the 90s at 9. I'm and so impressed. You should be. And there's talk. I was talking around the water cooler. Now that the World Series is over, who cared? Uh, oh, tell me about it. We might have winter baseball on Saturday afternoons here on Radio TFI. There's uh, There's talk. There's talk. Uh, would probably begin uh, next week. So full day of programming for Saturdays now. Except us. We're not there. We used to be on Saturdays. We're not there anymore. If you're listening to us live, you know we're not there on Saturdays because we're here on Sunday. Is it Sunday? Exactly. It is for me. Now, you could be listening to this down the line. It might be Tuesday. It could be February. Hard to say. But right now, where John and I sit, it's Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Isn't that right? So, yes. Well, as long as we've decided that we'll we'll get into the silliness here a little bit. Silliness. I'm being silliness. Serious. I'm being dead serious, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monday, 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 Monday. So, again, I. Uh, I mentioned her on the top of the show and why I've been kind of, uh, I haven't spent a lot of time uh, on Twitter with the, with, uh, on the political side. Cause I gotta, I, I gotta tell you that I have been ever since that day that I um, got that, got that message from someone who offered me uh uh, off, off, offered me to to offer to be my sugar mama if I just send her fifty dollars, just to start out with. Oh, yeah. Or you just write directly to the point. And so, so, so I noticed. Hold, that, hold on a second. Hold on, just to be clear, she's going mm-hmm. to be your sugar mama, mm-hmm. but you've got to give her money. Yeah, to establish trust, to establish that. Uh, Apparently, she doesn't understand the concept of a sugar mama, mm-hmm. or a sugar daddy, for that, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not my money that you want. It's you want a little coochie coochie cool. That's what you want. Well, John, are you holding a a, a living room lamp? Because it seems like the light is bright on your shirt and your face right now. It was just weird. Yeah, I got the I got the I got the shades open, so the sun is is maybe uh, that's what it was. It, it's shining. Sun, it suddenly seems like Gil Christ is shining his light on you. To no Gil, nobody was talking about you. Just go back, go. I told you about that finger. 
I'm going to break it off. You're not going to, well, you might like where I break it off. All right, anyway. He's going <laughs> He's going back down, so there's no need to worry about it. So that. anyway, ever since that happened, I have been getting flooded on, as far as on Twitter is concerned by um, uh, followers. And you got, it's not, Twitter's not like Facebook. You can't, you can't uh, control who follows you on, on Twitter. I mean, if you want, unless you want to make all your content private. And what's that to me? What's the point if you're going to, with a Twitter account, if you're just, if you're going to only open it to, you know, if that, if that was the case, I'd have five, I'd have five people watching my content. So Four, because I wouldn't. Point? Probably, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. But I've been, I, and of late, I have been getting getting flooded. And then when they they follow you, then they'll send you personal. They'll send you uh, direct messages, and, uh-huh. and it's all the same, all the same BS all the time. And you know where you it's know. Le- you know where it's leaking over to, John. Where is it? To you tell me. My account. You're starting to. Are you starting to get this too? I'm getting them from you. How are you getting them from me? All I know is I see them and they say followed by uh, or following John Shannon. Oh well, then that that then it's the so the association, right? Guilt by association. As I've said for many years now, associating with you is that always been a positive thing in my life, and here. Yeah, is. exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I decided here, just just because. You know, I have a, I I have a run, uh, every, uh, twice a, twice a day, where it's it. I always make sure that I clear out enough time, so I'm up there uh, to that ride on time. So I've had a little time to play with, mm-hmm. uh, out there, and I have I have decided. Okay, so just where are these people trying to go with this? And it's the same. It's the same crap. They they talk they will chat with you they'll say nice things about you yada 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 then it comes down to can you help me with this mm-hmm. can you help can you can you uh, can you send me fifty bucks I need food stuff they don't say I need to eat they say I need food stuffs yeah that's because they're, and, they're they're in a different country they're in a different country and it it is it is just getting Quite frankly, to get well, now I'm getting bored with it because there's nothing, there's no okay. new shtick. Okay, first off, you left unopened food all all over your kitchen floor to to see how the rats re- react to it. Now you're now you're annoyed because you have a rat problem. I don't know if annoyed is the word for it though. I'm you're getting, tired. Like you're I said, tired I, of it, right? I'm bored. I'm bored with it because oh, there's, there's nothing. Okay. Yeah, there, there's nothing. I mean, there's nothing new or creative okay. or anything else that they're board, trying to do. Bored, bored is just one of the steps leading up to annoyed. Yeah, John, I've spent the better part of sixty years being annoyed. Trust me when I tell you. Well, you ain't a whole lot different than me in that, but it, mm. it just got to the point. I, I got to the point where I was just. Trying to figure out, Jesus, you got something new to offer? You know, do you got something? No, you know, they don't. And and obviously, obviously, they don't. 
you know, first off, let's let's give give you a little a little just for those who would would be engaging in this. Now, maybe there are some guys that would appreciate the attention, but at fifty eight years old, good lord, you're old as at as then fat and frumpy and as much of a cur- curmudgeon as I am. Well, you're really selling there it, aren't is, you? Oh, you know. <laughs> there is nothing, and it's amazing, they're all within that same age range of about 27 to, mm-hmm. they say is what they're claiming at least, right. 27 right. to in their mid-30s. What in the what in the wide, wide world of sports Excellent. Excellent. Good for you. Why would I why would I believe for one hot minute that you have any interest in me you at know, all? You know, back in the day when I was uh, monkeying around with online dating, this is many moons ago. Uh, okay. Similar, very similar. Like on match.com, you'd get, you know, these 22-year-old Eastern European girls. Blah 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 blah. It got to the point where I put in my profile. If you're a, if you're an Eastern European under the age of twenty five, the line forms to the left. Just step out, and you know, there's uh, there's no money here. There's no nothing. There's I, I put this whole list together. Just keep moving on, because even mm-hmm. I don't believe in you know. Much as I'd like to think I'm the greatest thing since sliced bread, or even Betty White for that matter. Betty White. <laughs> Managed to sneak that in twice this week. Uh, Good job. Thank you. Uh, even I know. You know, you're not you're not uh, uh, buying plane tickets to uh, throw yourself at my feet. Don't get me wrong. I would enjoy the living daylights out of it, but I know it's not going to happen. Stop wasting your time and mine. You know, yeah, that's that's just it. Some people, some there are guys out there that are going to fall for it because their situation and and it's and it's a shame. You know, they're they're not attractive. They're, they're they can't meet people. They, you know, they have no social skills. Be that as it may, and so when somebody shows them even a little bit of attention, even when they understand that it's probably just a load of uh, hoo ha. Mm-hmm. They're willing to take it because because they just they like even a little tiny bit of attention, and that's the opening that these cretins need. And let's face it, not only are they not twenty three year old, they're not girls. Yeah, there you go. Okay, we confess it's Sean and I. We're doing all this stuff. And there you go. <laughs> that's just it. But here's the here's the problem. While it for the most part is just something that most people would just shake your head shake their head at there are some people out there that emotionally they're 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 buying this they're buying this and sure. as soon as you tell with without fail as soon as you tell them that you're not going to send them any money oh that's oof, it well look no at more. it this way if you approach a, a, a person who have been stuck in the desert for a week and you approach with a bottle that was completely covered and it said water on it Mm -hmm. and you said to them I will give you this bottle of water even though you can't actually see the water if you give me a million dollars you would gladly Mm -hmm. pay the million 
you know pretty much that there's no water in there. But you're willing to take the chance. on uh, just, You're willing to pay on the tiny little itty-bitty chance that there might actually be even a drop of water in there. You don't need a gallon. You just need a drop just to, just to, you know, and, and it's unfortunate that to, to prey on people like this. And, but this is what these, these, uh, these nitwits do. They prey on the weak and the, you know, look, I've been bored this week. I took off the block on my phone so I can get the, uh, um, the, the car warranty calls and all that. Cause I like, I like monkeying around with them. I'll turn it back on when I get a little busy, but, uh, you know, you just do it for kicks. I know full well it's all a scam, but. You know, the, the, the problem that I see is, is when you start messing with people's emotions like that, you know, with me, I know better. You know better. Because mm-hmm. we're a couple of schmucks. 90, yeah, well, whatever. Um Ninety-five percent of the population knows better. Mm-hmm. What about that? What about those people that don't? Well, that's who they're going after. They will make three hundred attempts to find the one. And when you yeah, get what happens? What happens though, Ed? What happens when that person can't? Would love to? Heck, if if they had the money, would love to throw the throw this person a few shekels but can't, can't afford it. Uh, and that person goes away. Now you have somebody who's already probably dealing with depression to begin with. Right. Falling deeper and deeper into that hole right. and God knows where that leads. And I just think and the that person maybe that- the social media, maybe the social media outfit should be doing a little bit more about it. I, I don't disagree. And But the people that are doing this to them, they don't care. They move on of to the next not. one. They just move on to the next one. Just like mm-hmm. we'll move on to the next show next week. Yeah. He's exactly. like he's like getting us prepped and ready for what's about to happen here momentarily. Hey, listen, by the way, um uh I ha- we have been invited to come on to uh Oh yeah. Uh, oh god help me, help me, help me, name, name, name. Nope. Rideshare podcast, uh, TRC. It's uh, Friday night live. It's on live Friday night. We don't have the details in front of us. We will. I may not be able to make it, depending. Uh, we have to talk about that. But uh, yeah, stay tuned. Uh, we'll uh, we'll be put putting stuff out during the week. Our good friend Steve Johnson has invited Thank us you. to uh, to join him, and we. Uh, I know for a fact John will. I don't know that I can. We'll find out. Yeah, I'll probably I'll probably find some time on it here. So uh, check that. And like like Ed said, we'll share some information here as we go. It's time to say goodbye here, folks. So uh, for that guy over there, Ed Van Ness, I'm John Shannon, and I got the money. See ya.